0: When she gets there, she knows all that
1: glitters
0: is go and she's buying a stairway
1: to heaven. Woo-hoo. Whoa! Can't you read the sign? No stairway to heaven in here. Stairway denied, <laughs> because this is
0: American brews and tunes. <laughs> yeah. Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song
1: American Brews and Tunes
0: That's right, this is American Brews and Tunes Yeah. My name is Stephen Johnston
1: And my name is Jesse Titus We're back here for another one-off episode Great oh, yeah. fun, great, it's going to be great fun It's going to be super great
0: Oh, well, I certainly hope so. <laughs> I mean, anything could happen. Maybe it's not going to be fun. I doubt it. <laughs>
1: I doubt it too, but... I doubt it. Highly doubt it.
0: Gotta keep an open mind for like even it the, the bad things. I give
1: it a 1% chance that it will not be fun.
0: 1% still could happen. But either way, so, <laughs> that, that's like 99% chance it's going to be a good time. Yeah.
1: So let's roll those dice. You might as well round
0: we? it up to 100. Might as well. Anyways, uh, like I said, we're, this is a one-off episode, so we're just going to be reviewing one album and trying one beer. Oh yeah! Uh, I don't know if we said last episode which one. No, I think album we said it's
1: going to be a surprise. Oh, so okay. So here's the but, surprise.
0: Is everyone ready for a surprise? <laughs> if, you, if you haven't guessed it by
1: now, if by the not of that song.
0: <laughs> if you don't, if you don't know that first song, and if you haven't read the title of this yeah. podcast episode, here it goes. Drum roll, please. Wow, we're going to be reviewing Led Zeppelin 4. Whoa! Wow! Um, sometimes it's Crazy. called. Crazy! Zoso? I've, that's why, why I used it, Why to call is it called it. that? We'll get into it later. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but either way, it's untitled, technically. Technically, yeah. Uh, sometimes the fourth album, the fourth Led Zeppelin album, Led Zeppelin 4, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's their fourth release, and we're going to delve into that great album. I like to call it Led Zeppelin IV. IV for Roman numeral four. Yeah. That's definitely a choice you could make. (laughs) I will stick with calling it zoso, even
1: though that's inaccurate. Zoso. It's inaccurate, but that's what I call it, just because it's what I grew up calling it. I'm interested to learn what that means.
0: Well, maybe it doesn't mean anything, but it means something. (laughs) Okay. But before we get into what that means, let's get into a different meaning. Yeah. Of the libaceous type. Oh.
1: (laughs) Is that a word? Libatious. Libaceous, yeah. Libations is the... Base, uh, the base of that word? Is that the right Well, I know libation, ra- th- libation is a word.
0: Yeah. But of or pertaining to libation would be libaceous. Libacious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just like dangerous is of or pertaining to danger. Correct. <laughs>
0: yep. There's our grammar lesson for the day <laughs> yep. here on American <laughs> can, Blues can, and Tunes. We can check that off the list. Grammar.
1: Did you listen to our last episode also?
0: Just a side note? No. Uh, I, I, p- I panned the vocals ever so slightly. Really? So I'm like on the left and you're on the right, just ever so slight.
1: Ever so slightly okay. Give it a listen after so this. So it's like someone's sitting right here listening. Yeah. So funny.
0: See if you guys like our panning of the vocals. Ooh. Ooh. Go ahead, make a, a nice ooh sound right in the mic. Ooh. ooh. Wow. Wow. Very nice. Wow, I'm on the right side. I'm on the
1: left. Unless you're wearing earbuds and
0: you flip them.
1: Yeah. But more why regular would you do headphones. That? Because you can or if you're listening in your car well no then it'll still appear on
0: the right unless you are turning around looking at the back of your car (laughs)
1: anything's
0: (laughs) possible then i'll be on the left but back to the libaceous nature of this podcast (laughs) yeah it's getting libaceous up in here
1: what is the other part beer
0: right it is we're not talking about tunes for the moment we're talking about beer and this brewery is what What is this brewery called um is c it this, this, and this a name veltins c and a Veltens. it's a german microbrewery um the the type of beer that it is well i guess i can just say the title of the beer it's called yeah and and help me if pronounce this because i might get it wrong but i'm gonna say grevensteiner is that correct grevensteiner
1: yeah not Steiner, but Steiner. Well, I like the Steiner. Grevensteiner. 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 And it says
0: Natrube's Land Beer. Natrube's Land Beer, yep. And stylistically, this one comes in as a Kellerweiss or a Zwickel. Yep. Uh, so that's, it's going to be a lager-style beer for sure. Yeah. Um, it's going to be unfiltered, so there might be some cloudiness in there. A wee bit. Um, it
1: advertises it on the can. Yeah. A naturally cloudy beer.
0: Would you like me to read the back of the can for everyone? Sure. In the 19th century, the brothers Carl and Anton Veltins brewed an exquisite beer in their brewery in Grevenstein, a beer which gained popularity far beyond the borders of their homeland. With Grevensteiner Brewery C&A Veltens, oh, I get it, Carl and Anton, C&A. C&A, yeah, uh, C&A Veltens has now continued the story where the brothers left off. Oh, wow. Our naturally cloudy Grevensteiner original is a smooth, rural-style beer, brewed using spring water, freshly Ooh. harvested hops. Traditional malt gives our beer its amber-colored splendor and full-bodied aroma. Brewed in accordance with the German purity law. Oh,
1: nice. Okay. That's have good. we talked
0: about the German purity law in the podcast? We uh, might I think have men- on the mentioned it brief, episode, briefly. Maybe. The German purity law states that beer can only be brewed with water, barley, yeast, and hops. Yep. Nothing else. Um, that law technically isn't a law anymore. I think they repealed it in the 80s. Something the only reason like I that, know that yeah. is because uh, when I visited Stone Brewery in Escondido, California, we were asking them because they opened up a, a new brew right. location in Germany, Yeah. and they talked about how you don't technically have to abide by those laws anymore.
1: But if it, it wouldn't be, it's not going to be like a traditional German beer, though, correct? If they don't brew by those laws, correct. So gotcha. this beer, being a German beer, definitely abides by those laws. Nice. Shall we uh, give it a, a crack and Let's pour give it and it see a, what we think? A crickety crack. Yeah. Give it a smell. Give
0: it a pour. No, no. I've, most of the pictures I've seen of this beer oh. have been in, in uh, bottles. Yeah. Or on draft. Um, but I was at a place recently in the west side of Nashville called the World Market. Oh, the World Market. That's where I was. And they had a lot of beers from different countries. Really? Yeah. And so this one just sounded interesting. The the thing that caught my eye was land beer. <laughs> and the picture, it came in a four-pack box, like a, a box that held all the cans. Yep. And the picture of the beer in a stein made me want to get it. Really?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Now my I can't fit all sixteen ounces in my little my tiny little glass. I believe you have a a a, tw- a twelve ounce glass, right? Something Mo- like that. Most likely.
0: Whereas I'm using my half liter das boot.
1: Your half liter das boot, yeah. So my
0: das boot should definitely be able to handle all of this, am I right? You're
1: right. You are correct.
0: Now pouring it in it's it I agree it's an amber color, nice orange amber color. Yep. I wouldn't say it's, it's not, as cloudy as I like mean, a hazy IPA, yeah, but it's, it's, it's definitely not
1: clear. It's definitely more cloudy than a lager, though. Yes,
0: so it is cloudy. It's like,
1: I can't see my hand through it.
0: We've just been having so many hazy IPAs that, that, like, we're, used that cloudy. Cloudy. Yeah. we're used to that cloudy, at least like not being able to see anything through it. So that's yeah, our standards have changed un- unreasonably. Yeah, unreasonably. Anyways, um, what do you get off the the, uh, the smell on this beer? Uh, it definitely smells. Like a beer. Definitely smells like a German beer. It, it smells like a German beer. Like It's, it's, it's hard a really to, light... to
1: say other than that. You get the sweetness. So Yeah, a really light, sweet smell. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely the that bready sm- aroma. Yeah. I'm assuming the flavor will probably be
1: spot on, too. Shall we uh,
0: give it a cheers and give it a try?
1: Yeah. And if you're a, a, um, imbibing tonight, that's the right word, right? Yeah. Say the magic word with us.
0: And if you're not, go ahead and grab like an a orange soda. Like a right. um, what do you call that? A, uh, a crush? An orange crush? The best orange soda? Or you could get a glass of water, or, some or cow's milk, something or else, or almond milk,
1: any one of those weird milks.
0: And if you just don't want to get anything, then raise your hand <laughs> and pretend you're holding a glass,
1: and use your imagination.
0: And if you really don't want to do that, then just listen. <laughs> and as we always say on American Brews and Tunes, <laughs> Shabba Clank Clank, down the hatch pretty spot on with what i was what i was expecting yeah i agree uh
1: it's, it's tasty that
0: it's very tasty it's a lot more bready and malty than i like uh, that. like a, a a standard german lager
1: yeah i, I really like that kind of thicker breadiness that's yeah, it's really nice
0: good. i'm guessing that's what uh i don't know if that would come from being i uh, probably wouldn't come from being unfiltered probably just their their grain malts that they used yep and uh whatever they did but it's this is solid it's tasty I would get I, it again, enjoy if, it. if and I would ever find it again, seeing as I've only seen this one time in my life. Same here. Yeah. But I'm happy with it. If I see it again, I would say, yes, I'll have one of those um, Grevensteiner originals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you saw it, you'd literally just say, yes, I'll have one of those. Ein Bier, please. Ein Bier, bitte. Bitte, danke. Bier. Bitte, beer. Danke schön. Bitter schön. Guten Tag.
0: This is very good. I'm
1: Hello. happy with it. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to drink the rest of this beer.
0: But I, the reason why I picked this beer because it's a foreign beer, and we're gonna be talking about a foreign band. Oh, technically. Uh, and doing some research, I was watching other people's reviews of, of this uh, album. This album, yes. And there's there's this one guy who I go back and forth of whether I actually like his channel or not. Is it the vinyl guy? The uh, guy with the glasses? No, not him. I like his channel, okay. even though I think he's a little too hypercritical. Yeah. Um he's got good insight and he reviews things fairly. Yeah. Uh there's another one called ARTV. Mm-hmm. Uh this kid who grew up he probably grew up listening to like pop punk, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and he's in that phase. But he he was reviewing this album and he's like, I just found out that Led Zeppelin was not an American band. He's like most people have always thought that Led Zeppelin wasn't recommended, and I was like, "No, I've never thought they were American." I've you knew silly. From England. They have that song called Custard Pie. It's <laughs> like, what American would ever say custard? You silly. <laughs> Unless it was a custard donut. But that's okay. I let it slide because he does have some pretty good reviews, mm. and he's got way more followers than us, so he's doing something right. <laughs> good job, ARTV guy. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's. Uh, shall we dive into this mm. album? Yeah, let's. All right, Led Zeppelin uh technically untitled yep uh came out in 1971 and obviously like we said it's their fourth album mm-hmm. um and it came out on the heels of their last album Led Zeppelin 3 and there were some some solid songs on that album like uh, i don't know if you know Celebration Day but i like to play that one on guitar and obviously uh their widely popular immigrant song yeah <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: yeah that's really popular it's like in it's like in any like action movie or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but
0: despite that, the album did not do so hot, and critics mm. kind of slammed it. The th- their
1: third one, the
0: third one, or I don't know if they slammed it, but they definitely didn't like it. Yeah, and so it wasn't reviewed very positively. So I don't, I'm not entirely sure if Led Zeppelin wanted to reinvent themselves or maybe distance themselves from the. The publicity of the third album but they decided to not title the fourth album mm-hmm. and they decided specifically to not put the the band name Led Zeppelin even on the cover of the fourth album oh really instead what they did was they picked each of the band members picked a symbol and they put that inside the
1: album oh that's what that was you were showing me that liner earlier there's four symbols each picked by the different bands interesting
0: I think two of them had picked symbols from a book of symbols that mean different things and but um, most notably, at least in my book, is Jimmy Page's symbol, which is the one that looks like it says Zoso. Oh. Um, according to, to Page, it doesn't actually say Zoso. It's just symbols put together. Yeah. And if you take that and look at it, like the Z could be like a squiggle and then the, the S is a squiggle with two circles around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been cited as being an agent symbol for Saturn. Okay. Uh, But who knows? Interesting. Apparently, it doesn't mean Zoso, but I call it Zoso. (laughs) Because it it literally looks like... It 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 does look like it's Zoso. Zoso? Yeah, it looks like Z-O-S-O. Zoso, whatever that means. Uh, But the record label was not too thrilled on that. They wanted the band name on there, and they wanted a title. Yeah. Uh, Because, well, Zeppelin was a popular band. Um, Right back in the day without a band name on a sleeve it's kind yeah, of
1: yeah it's not going to like attract anybody's attention
0: and i don't even think they put the band name on the spine of the record really so if you put it in a shelf like it you'd have to know what it was or, interesting Yeah, it's very That's pretty interesting. cool uh, <clears throat> the record eventually well it, it it was well received very quickly uh but it went on to be the band's best selling album hmm. And one of the best-selling albums of all time. Really? Uh, the RIAA, that certification board, mm-hmm. currently has it tied for fourth of best-selling albums of all time. I think it's it's uh, tied with Billy Joel's Greatest Hits.
1: Really? Yeah. Interesting.
0: S- selling behind uh, the Eagles' Greatest Hits, mm-hmm. a different Eagles record which I can't remember, and Michael Jackson's Thriller. Really? I believe. Yeah. I think uh, so. But still, to be tied for fourth of all time is that's pretty, pretty crazy. killer. Yeah, um, and it is in the U.S. certified platinum twenty-three times. Holy crap! I know, So it's that's uh, insane. It's what uh, it's sold is, what, a lot. is uh, what is platinum again? Selling a over a million records? Yeah. Wow! So that's that's saying something. That's so crazy. Anyways, um, this album is very notable for the variety of sounds. Uh, if you look, if you're just not really a, a knowledgeable of Led Zeppelin, yeah. I don't know how that's possible. You've heard Led Zeppelin, but if you weren't and you heard this album you would get a wide taste of different sounds. Yeah, different yeah. Different genres. It's
1: not, it's not just a straight genre the whole way it's through. It's like ACDC.
0: Like, I love ACDC, but you're getting that that same classic rock sound for most of the songs. Yeah. Uh, this has got wide varieties from like folk to rock and roll to
1: like even media- medieval sounds, I'd
0: say. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, and like blues mm-hmm. like, and all kind of stuff in between. So very it's, cool. It's a very nice mix.
1: Yeah, it's a very, very cool album. I, um, I had never listened to it the whole way through, but I knew... Like f- how many songs are there? Are eight. It? Eight. I knew four out of the eight songs, yeah.
0: which is pr- pretty solid. I was very familiar with six of the eight, and I knew seven of the eight. One I really didn't listen to at all. Okay. Uh, four sticks. You didn't listen to that one at all. I not growing up, not that yeah. so much. I think I skipped over it, but uh, I listened to it for
1: this review. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Shall we dive in? Let's dive in. All right. So the very first track, and I guess. I I didn't give any ratings, but Wait, I will I, pick my three favorite. Okay.
1: I mean, it's it's probably going to be fairly I don't know, maybe it wouldn't be obvious. Which some one's are pre- Some are pretty obvious. I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh first track is Black Dog. The first track is first Black track Dog, is Black right? dog yeah. yeah. Uh
0: it was named after this dog that was like in and out of the studio that they were recording at. Okay. Uh but also there's some uh, some
1: British um, British lingo.
0: What is I don't, I, don't, I don't want to say symbology or ideology, but it's Black a, Dog is like negative kind of. Oh, really? Yeah. but uh, It's an idiom over there? I guess, more so than the U.S. But this song is kind of about a physical
1: relationship to say. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, welcome. <laughs> hey, hey, mama, it the way you move gonna make me sweat, gonna make you groove. Make you
0: sweat, make you groove. So it's, it's about the physical love. Yeah. But that guitar riff... Is one of the most iconic guitarists of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and doubled on the bass guitar, which I yeah. believe it was written by John Paul Jones, the bass player, mm. multi-instrumental player, fantastic musician all around. Yeah. Um, But it's just really cool, that call and response between that guitar riff and the vocals and the the verse, because it does that. Hey, hey, mama said the way you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. Yeah. It's just, it's iconic is just a very good way to say it. Yeah. And Robert Plant's vocals are... Just always good. The epitome of like 70s rock and roll. Yeah. Well, high-pitched, he can really belt it out, and he can stay in key, and he's yeah. got the long hair and the tight pants. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just, the long hair and the tight pants. Yeah. It's just... It's classic. I, yeah. I don't know how to say it, anything other than that. It's really... It's just a good song. I remember learning this one on the guitar, and I got thrown off by that... I don't think it, it's a syncopation, but the song mainly is in 4-4, four, four, but there's one part where it feels like they... Do a strange measure. Yeah. And that part <laughs> always <laughs> threw me off because it seems like they skip a half measure. They do something a little odd there. Yeah. They just like, add a couple beats, I think. Yeah. So it's not just your sta- straightforward 4-4 the whole yeah. way through, yeah. but uh, solid, solid song. Yes. Great opener. Shall we move on to track number two? Yes. The second song and my first recommendation. Oh, you didn't recommend that last one? I did not. Interesting. I thought about it, but there was three other ones that I decided to choose more. Okay. And I didn't want to pick four like I normally do because there's only eight songs. But the second song in my first recommendation is yeah. Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll. I only learned upon researching this album that this song grew out of the drumming and the jam portion of Keep a Knockin' by Little Richard. Oh, really? You keep a Knockin', but it can't come in. You know that song? Yeah. If you go back and listen to it, it kicks off with the drums. Yeah. Very much like how this song kicks off with the drums. Interesting. And apparently they used to jam to this song, uh, Led Zeppelin, and it kind of grew out of that. Them like jamming it and screwing around on it. That's pretty cool. Um, but this song is a rager yeah. of a song. Uh, it's just real fast, real upbeat, and super high energy. Um, just lyrically, I, just don't about I don't think it's that deep. No, it's, it's just about like, the love of rock and roll. Yeah, like a homage yeah. or an ode to yeah. the rock and roll Bit of the '50s. It's a rock and roll. Yep. I love that. a lonely, 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 lonely time. Yeah, I like that, and I really like the part in the the outro when he's like, ah, 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 ah. you know, he does that <laughs> yeah. high pitched. Yeah, just, I don't know why, but I just love that
1: part. I know. And I think
0: that was in a car commercial, unfortunately, but <laughs> really,
1: that's okay. It's like it's like one of those songs that you just ah, en- enjoy listening to. I
0: think everyone enjoys this song. How could you not? Yeah, and it's it's been played all over the place. I'm sure it's a live staple of their show. How yeah. could it not be? Right. Uh, I remember seeing them. I don't know if it was them specifically. I think it was back when. And I could be doing this. Could be all incorrect, but uh, (laughs) did you ever listen to them, Crooked Vultures?
1: No. It was Dave Grohl,
0: Josh Homey from Queens of the Stone Age, and John Paul Jones. They had their own kind of rock group. I think they covered this once. Okay. But I could also be very wrong. Right. So I don't want to say that, and I'm going to retract (laughs) that statement.
1: (laughs) Well, I was going to say you've already
0: said it. I've said it, but I retract it. Retracted. And with that retraction, let's move on to the third song. Sounds good to me. The third song on this album is called "The Battle of Evermore."
1: Mm-hmm. mandolins yeah so many mandolins uh this song is way
0: different than the first two very different and that's the this is the medieval sounding song yeah, like in my the, opinion the medieval
1: folk sound
0: like i imagine the uh the what's it called like the renaissance fair like mm-hmm. I imagine that and people are dressed up in an armor and all yeah. kinds of weird garb and eating a turkey leg or a mutton leg mutton leg
1: and, and this and is like are, what is this just like a like a bard singing right yeah like it's like a a recount of a battle, the Battle of Evermore.
0: Yeah, and uh, there's a guest vocalist, Sandy Denny, who is from the band Fairport Convention. I guess they had toured together with Led Zeppelin, but mm. her voice is a nice uh, addition to to Robert Plant's. It's a nice uh, count. I don't want to say counterpoint, but it complements it well. Right. Yeah. Um, apparently, Robert Plant wrote the lyrics of the song when he was reading about the Scottish Independence Wars. Mm. And when I think of Scottish Independence, I think freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's <laughs> like Braveheart. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, but anyways, there's a lot of Lord of the Rings imagery in this song.
1: There definitely is. I uh, think doesn't he mention Ringwraiths?
0: He, I think he's something like that. But he also re- references Queen of the Light, which would be Galadriel. Yes, I was yeah. I, I was drawn a blank on her name. Yeah, um, but it's so interesting that there's so much Lord of the Rings reference here. They I know. love Tolkien because yeah. he's. I mean, he is from England. Yeah, he hero of the Brits. Would you say he was?
1: Yeah, definitely. Very good writer. He was a World War One veteran, author, and...
0: And just all-around smart guy. Yeah. Uh, shall we move on to a big song?
1: Number mm, four? Which one would that be?
0: It is... <laughs> the Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven. Not the, but Stairway to Heaven. Probably um,
1: their most popular song?
0: Probably one of the most popular songs. Ever? Arguably. Yeah. Not just rock song, but I'd say just song, song in general. Um, this is yeah. my second recommendation, obviously. Yeah. I couldn't not recommend it. It's, I mean, you can't not. It's this is just this song's huge. Yeah. Uh, how it's long so is it? Good. Seven. I don't know. I it's, it's over like seven, seven minutes. Long. Seven and a half minutes. Eight minutes. Uh, and they don't. I don't think there's a radio edit for the radio. They play really? it in its
1: entirety, I believe. And don't well, quote me because I could be wrong there. I mean, you can't do a radio edit of "Stairway to Heaven." You could, but it would just not. It do wouldn't it justice. work. It wouldn't work though. Yeah.
0: Um, this song kind of. Ranges that acoustic sound mm-hmm. to the starts classic rock and roll sound Yeah. to even like the headbanging heavy rock sound in yeah. the end. Uh, like the, and when we die, wind down the road. But uh, I heard some guy reviewing this album and he's like, this song is a stairway of like, crescendos almost. Yeah. Because it starts off so soft with that arpeggiated guitars and it builds yep. up. And continues to build the
1: whole time until the end.
0: I always thought it was a keyboard instrument, like accompanying the arpeggios at the beginning, but it's recorders. Oh. That, that are oh, harmonizing with right. each other. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Played by John Paul Jones.
0: Really? He also play. he plays keyboards, he plays bass, he plays so wow. many instruments on here. It's just crazy, because I, when I listened, I was like, these are recorders. That plastic instrument that you learn in elementary
1: school. Yep. <laughs> did you ever take recorder lessons?
0: I never did, but I've played them for fun. Mm-hmm. Because they're just fun sounding and they're goofy.
1: Yeah, we had to take recorder
0: lessons. Anyone can play them. Uh, but it builds up and the the vo- full band comes in, builds up even more. Mm. And then the guitar solo. Oh my goodness, the guitar oh, solo. Oh yeah, it's so good. I think I read that Jimmy Page had laid down four different complete takes of the guitar solo and was really stressing over which one to pick. Really? Obviously, the one that they have in the song is the one he picked. Yeah, and it's great. It is great. It's There's a lot it's of iconic solo. lines yeah. in that song. Uh, but then... Like I said, there's that heavy rocking part in the end uh, as we wind down the road. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it cuts out, and they have the acapella. And she's buying the stairway to heaven. heaven. Great song. Yep. Fantastic song. record label wanted to push this as a single, but the band was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So the label probably was really... I was really pissed. Yeah, because at them, the Led Zeppelin three didn't do super hot. So they're like, listen, you got to listen to us. The Led Zeppelin didn't want to make a title or put the, their band name on there, and they didn't want to push this as a single. I'm surprised that they got away with that, but yeah, they did because it's Led Zeppelin, I guess. Um Funny. but on this song in particular, Robert Plant had recalled uh, that he didn't think the song was going to be huge. Like he's like, I oh, don't really? think it was going to be that big. Like wow. it was just a song, uh, and they wrote most of the lyrics in one sitting. Him and uh, Jimmy Page, and there are accounts where their tour manager had to hold up cue cards in the front of the stage with the lyrics because Robert Plant couldn't remember all of the really? lyrics. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a that's there's hilarious. a lot of verses in here. Yeah, they, there are a lot of verses. A lot of random things that he says. But yeah, I just can you imagine like a rock and roll show in the '70s where the tour manager is sitting there just holding up <laughs> the lyrics? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's just so funny. funny. Yeah,
1: but. I like playing this. Did you ever learn this on guitar? Mm-hmm. I did too. I um, learned it. That's one of the songs that I learned whenever I was first learning guitar. I was like, what song should I learn? And then I was like, stairway to heaven. Duh. Classic. But I've, I've forgotten how to play it since because I haven't brushed up on it.
0: I have never forgot. <laughs> I have not, however, learned how to play that guitar solo. No, neither <laughs> have
1: I. I don't even really know if I plan to learn to play that guitar solo.
0: Uh, I wanted to at one point in time, and then I just never tackled it. Yeah. Maybe if I'm feeling bold one day and have like a lot of time to kill. Yeah. But probably not. And I know you were referencing that Wayne's World thing earlier, right? Is that what you were referencing? What? The no stairway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for all you who haven't seen Wayne's World. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie where he goes to buy that white Fender. Yeah. Uh, and he pulls it out of the the case that they have it in for some reason. And he starts playing the opening arpeggio to Stairway to Heaven. And some guy's like, no. And he points to a sign. And the great sign on the design. wall says, no Stairway to Heaven. And, and uh, what's his name? Mike Myers, who's playing
1: Wayne, says, Stairway
0: denied. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's so
1: funny. And he has like that dumb look on his face, too. Stairway, stairway denied. denied. <laughs> it's, it's so what ridiculous. a great movie. That part in the uh, Bohemian
0: Rhapsody was like the best, yeah, the best so parts in that one. Um, there's a lot more that we could say about Stairway to Heaven Um, it's the centerpiece of the album I'm probably probably sure it's the centerpiece of their show yeah oh yeah Um, definitely it takes up most of this side of the record and it's the last on the A side so let's just flip it to the B side shall we let's
1: flip it flip flip
0: um, num- track number five, the first song on the B-side is called Misty Mountain Hop. Misty Mountain Hop. And it's my last recommendation. Oh, really? I love this song. Hmm. I have never learned to play this song. I just love the keyboard part that it starts out on. It is a pretty cool, it's a an, really it's cool like sounding. that electric keyboard played by John Paul Jones. John Paul Jones. Because he's playing everything on this record. JPJ. He plays everything other than the guitar, drums, and vocals. Yeah. <laughs> but he, no, he plays a lot. Uh, but I just like that, that keyboard part that, da. It almost sounds like a, like a Rhodes. I don't know if it's a Rhodes or it might be a Rhodes keyboard. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but it's just really cool sounding. And then they kind of double that on the guitar, and then eventually harmonize it on the guitar. Yeah, and it just sounds really cool. That's super nice. Uh, lyrically, this song is about like going out and doing some drugs with with buddies, and then having cops come up and yeah, and uh, ask questions
1: about it. And then a subtle...
0: down, 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 down the uh, what I, I tell you what, what I saw! <laughs> he does that thing where he like stutters the words, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, it's a great song. I really don't know. oh oh. <laughs> but uh, great song. And it's just really catchy. And I just. Uh, how could you not like this song? I feel like if you put this song, even if it's just a background song, no one would have a complaint.
1: Yeah. Subtle reference to Lord of the Rings as well.
0: I would say so, too, based on the Misty, misty Mountains. Mountain. Above the Mines of Moria. Curious. Right? Yeah, I think so. They were supposed to take the... the misty Mountains. Mis- were they going to travel via the Misty Mountains to take the ring back? I, I think, think they so, could yeah. Because... Or
1: they were up some mountain, and then Sauruman, the bad guy, was like... Oh, throw... throw. <laughs> Lightning down on the mountain clouds, there's going to be an avalanche. The dwarf (laughs) shall sink. (laughs) And the dwarf's like, I (laughs) am sinking.
0: That's not what happened per se. But the dwarf's like, let's go down to the mountains. Even the women have beards. (laughs) Let's go celebrate
1: in the boys of (laughs) Moria. Is this your like dwarf impression? I don't know. I
0: can't do a dwarf that impression. To an
1: impression. <laughs> I'm
0: glad I didn't write Lord of the Rings, because it <laughs> yeah, would have turned no. out way oh, Peter Jackson would have never He would've been like, you would've, This script is terrible. <laughs> we're not gonna do this. You would have been
1: sorry, my sake. let <laughs> Lightning come down. I'm sinking <laughs> <laughs> And get up and be
0: like quick, rescue that dog before he drowns in the snow. And Frodo's like, how can he drown in the snow? It's frozen. And Sam's like, yes, Fro- master Frodo's, Frodo's right. right. <laughs> and Gollum's like, come to the mine, you precious. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, I gotta go back and watch all of those other yeah. than the, the Hobbit <laughs> movies.
1: Uh, oh, extended, I love those movies. Extended editions
0: great films are much films. better. If you guys haven't seen them, do yourself a favor and watch them. Um you won't be disappointed. If, Unless if you're disappointed, you really hate I apologize. Fantasy. Uh I don't think you'll be disappointed. Yeah. Um but let's move on. Uh, yeah, let's to a big change again. Um track number 6 is called Four Sticks. Four of them. And why did it, is it called Four Sticks, you ask? Because the drummer used four sticks. Yeah, John Bonham. What a great drummer. RIP. Uh, yeah, two in each hand. He played because he wanted to get a big, big sound out of them drums. Interesting, and it's it's a really cool drum beat. It drives kind it of throughout is, yeah. the, the whole time. It's a, a tom f- uh, centered drum beat. Yeah, um, and it's difficult because they f- switch between a five six and a I'm, I'm sorry, a five eight and time a signature eight? and a six eight, and they go back and forth and vice versa. Yeah, uh, the instrumentation is difficult. And it took them many, many, many takes to to get it right. Really, and from a couple different sources that I've looked up, they only ever played this live once. Really, yeah. I think Robert Plant may have done like acoustic versions of it on a solo tour. Yeah, but as far as
1: Led Zeppelin goes, full band, they've only done it once. Interesting. I suppose, yeah, because it has that the one two three one two one two three one two, and, and then. I
0: don't even think it's consistently going
1: back. Of, I think it switches. No, yeah, randomly. it's like a. It's a decently consistent pattern. Is it? Yeah.
0: It's just it's not straightforward, mm-hmm. unless you're a, a rhythm centric guy. Then you can really yeah. keep up with it. But it's it's cool to have something that's a little more technical thrown in there. Yeah. Let's move on to something less technical. Okay. <laughs> Uh, track number seven is called "Going to California." Going to California, uh, and this is a folky song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other song that doesn't have drums, other than uh, the Battle of Evermore. I, yeah. I actually really like this song. I do too. It's a really good song. It's it's acoustic, and it's again more like folky and storytelling. Yeah. Um, and this song is about leaving a bad relationship in search of the perfect woman in California. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, it was inspired by Joni Mitchell. She's a, also an artist. Oh, really? Uh, apparently, Robert Plant and uh, Jimmy Page were like obsessed with her. Really? And I don't know if that means like they're obsessed with her because she looked good, or if they loved her music, or her. Yeah, like, her, her, they were. Bottom line is I mean, they all around they liked her. And so that's what it was about. Hmm. And I think this song is like just has a really awesome subdued sound especially yeah. compared to, everything, compared else to everything
1: else yeah even even compared to the battle of evermore
0: both those are the two like acoustic-y songs and well, that one's still
1: each of these those these two, <clears> two songs are so different yeah the battle of evermore is still like more that i would aggressive. hear Renaissance fair it's like more aggressive sounding
0: this you would hear in a hippie circle <laughs> in a hippie circle yeah
1: or in a hipster circle today
0: true well hipster could mean so many things it's it's true it's more than just the the boot-wearing, skinny-jean, coffee-drinking, bearded guys. (laughs) Yeah. Even though that's the classic hipster. But there's hipster hipster just encompasses a lot of different things. Yeah. But that's a topic for a different podcast that doesn't involve us. Yeah.
1: Let's move on to the last song. Let's.
0: And they leave you with a big-hitting song, I guess. Yes, they do. Um, Track number eight, the last song on Led Zeppelin 4, So-So, Ivy, whatever you want to call it, is When the Levee Breaks. Man. Great song. I love this song. Uh, I thought about recommending mm-hmm. it, but I there, I just wanted to pick some other ones instead. Yeah. Uh, this is a remaking of an older song. Hmm. Uh, they didn't write it, but they reworked it and I think added some stuff. But the original is by, and I like this name, it's a duo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Kansas Joe McCoy and Memphis Minnie. <laughs> I love that name. And I haven't actually listened to the original, but and I'd Memphis like to give it a listen. Um, there's a lot of awesome effects on this song, mm-hmm. like uh, production effects, like the... Even the harmonica is, like, is is backwards. It's a reverse harmonica. Oh really? And I, I couldn't really tell that upon listening. Mm. It sounds different or else distorted maybe. Well yeah, it
1: definitely sounds a lot of the I mean even even the drums and the guitar and everything sounds different and special. Mm-hmm. The drums are I think the, the best part of the song because mm.
0: it's do
1: yeah that's what starts off the song and it's just like and huge
0: and it sounds like you're sitting in front of the drum set if you listen to it yeah like if you listen to any high fidelity version it's like you're there it just sounds so cool um apparently in the lobby of where they were recording is where they set up the drums for this song so Mm -hmm. it wasn't even like a drum booth or an isolated booth or anything they set it up in the booth and they had to hang microphones from a stairwell. Uh, to get this sound yeah
1: I remember isn't there a documentary on Led Zeppelin I'm sure there's tons of documentaries on Led Zeppelin
0: <laughs> uh, but this this one's very well documented they, they ran them through a condenser uh, and that was pretty much it but they also used a little bit of delay on those those
1: uh, yeah. recordings and if yeah. you listen
0: to it it does sound different than all the rest of the drums on the album mm-hmm. it's just specifically for this and those drums are iconic they've been sampled by a lot of rappers used yeah. in other songs yeah Especially the the first song on the Beastie Boys acclaimed album licensed to ill. Licensed to ill. Great album. Yeah. Um but like the guitars are really awesome sounding. It just this song has like a bluesy almost R and B rock and roll feel. It's it's yeah. a, as far as rock and roll goes, it's this is straight. way different than the rest of the other rock and roll songs on this yeah, album. It's not, it's not straight rock and roll. No, it's different. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a jam. Raining. Well, I wouldn't call this a jam. I would call this a groove. Yeah, it's more definitely. Of a yeah, groove I would definitely agree. A yeah,
1: way more of a groove.
0: But it's it's really really a cool song and a great way to end the album. Yeah, I agree. Um, this, and I guess I'm not gonna qualify myself as a Led Zeppelin expert. Yeah, um, I'm nowhere. Near I know one. all the pretty much all the big songs. If you give me a greatest hits, I probably know every single song on there. Yeah. Um I know a couple more deep cuts but I really haven't listened to every album the whole way through. Yeah. Uh or n- not even like their first six albums which are probably the biggest ones. I should. Um but from what I've listened to this is my favorite album. Hmm. Okay. I-, I think this is consistently like consistently the best. Yeah. Um 1 and 2 are uh 2 is probably the next best in my opinion. What's on that album? Uh oh, they got a ton of great songs on that. album. like whole lot of love. Good one. Which uh a whole lot of love.
1: Yeah. Want a whole lot of love.
0: Uh, Moby Dick, which is another big drum song for John Bonham. Mm, cool. Uh Ramble On. Ramble On.
1: Ramble On
0: and Heartbreaker. Okay, nice. Oh
1: right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it's it's a great album, but they've they've produced <clears throat> plenty and plenty of good albums. Yes. Even Led Zeppelin three is a good album, guys. Forget the critics of the 70s. I'm, I'm sure, actually, that retrospectively, like if someone was to do a, a, a re-review or a, a contemporary review, um, it would get much better reviews than when it originally
1: did. Yeah, most likely.
0: Yeah, context of time or whatever. Interesting. But back to Led Zeppelin 4, Um Just a fantastic album. Holds up. I yeah, can still put this on and be happy. Definitely. Um, I have this one on vinyl because when I was moving to Nashville, oh, it was after I moved to Nashville, uh, I got a record player for Christmas. Ooh. Thanks, Dave and Cheryl. <laughs> uh, not the best one, but it was definitely a good starter record player. Yeah, yeah. and I uh, I had just a, a few records that I had bought years before because I was at this place in Pittsburgh called Record Rama, which was mm-hmm. going out of business, and all of the records were a quarter a piece. Wow! So I'm going to try and remember all four I bought because I only had one dollar, so I bought four. Nice. I bought Cheap Tricks Live at Budokan. Okay. Great album. Um, I bought Deep Purple's Machine Head. I bought Kansas, Left sure. nice, and Boston, uh, the oh, first album. Oh, yeah, okay. So Boston. those that's what I bought. And when I got my um, new turntable, um, I think uh, Becca act- had actually bought me an album for Christmas that year, The yeah. Swellers, oh, Light on nice. the Closed yeah, Doors. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I went back to Pittsburgh and I asked my dad, like, is there any records you don't listen to anymore? He's like, He's like yeah, go pick out a couple and I'll let you know if you can have them or not. Yeah. Uh, and this was one of the ones I picked. Nice. And he's like, yeah, and he take was it. like, sure, yeah. Oh, dang! So I was happy with that. He said, I definitely didn't ask about any of the Beatles because yeah, I know he likes the Beatles a lot. Uh, Blink One Eight Two is to me as Beatles is Art to, him. to Dave. Yeah, yeah. So uh, funny. So I have this on record. It sounds great, even for being old.
1: Yeah. Is that an original pressing? I don't know. Um,
0: the The album came out in '71. My dad would have been 11. So I mean that doesn't mean it's not. He could've He could've got it original still, but it's definitely from the seventies. I don't yeah. I don't know if it's a, the first pressing, second, third, but it's definitely a seventies pressing of okay. Let's gotcha. up Four. Next week though.
1: Next week is We're going back to regular schedules. Yeah.
0: Do you remember what you're
1: listening to? I'm listening oh. to a Will H- Wilhelm scream album, Career Suicide.
0: Correct. And I am listening to MGMT's album. Which is called... Oracular Spectacular. Yeah, I can't I remember that one. It's the one that has all their big songs on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know they've released albums since, but yeah. all the songs I think are bigger rough.
1: this. This is their big I've listened, breakthrough. I've listened to some of the later albums, and I definitely like this one more. Is that kind of like... like they um, go, They go? go. It's kind of like um, Boss of the People. I was about to reference them, like yes. they, Their first album was really good, and then... They hit the sophomore slump. Well, yeah, it's so- you could say that, um, but it's like they, like they try to go away from like writing like the super just like super generic catchy songs. Like they want to like write the way they want to write. I can understand and then that people don't like it as but much. But
0: when you come from being like that, if you do a, such a drastic change, people are gonna complain.
1: Yeah, because I'm sure that even if you guys haven't listened to that album, you probably know like "Time to Pretend" and "Kids." But and- you
0: know, you know, they had to change some. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we are in December right now. Yeah. And looking forward, um, uh, both of us are going home for Christmas, so that means less recording time. Less recording time, Yep. So we're probably going to do another one-off after that, and I think we're going to do a Christmas
1: special. Oh, a Christmas special. Here's
0: what I think. I think we should review... Maybe one or two Christmas beers on that. Like, I'll bring a Christmas beer. Oh, okay, you bring a yeah, Christmas yeah. beer. Yep. We each go Splitskies. That sounds good. And we should bring forward our three favorite Christmas songs of all time. Okay. is that That's a, a good is idea. Is that a fun yeah. one? Yep. Yeah.
1: So we'll do that. It'll be kind of a fun little, I guess, one-off maybe. Yeah.
0: So definitely next week will be the regular one. And then I think after that will be the Christmas episode.
1: Yeah. So it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be a good time. It sounds good. And then
0: after that will be another one-off. To be determined. TB- surprise, surprise. TBD. So I don't know if that means another classic album or it's just another album that we both like. Yeah. Who cares?
1: Live life. Who cares? Live life. Have fun. Don't, don't hurt other people. Yeah, don't hurt hurt people. <clears throat> Final thoughts on the beer? Um, it's gotten better as it's warmed up, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, the the malts come through much more as it warms up. Yeah. Um It's nice.
1: Hop wise, I'm not really getting too terribly much of a bitterness at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all for me either. It's unless you want to count the malty. Mm sweetness that kind of has a slight bitter tinge to it
0: perhaps i'm I'm sure that's probably the hops yeah they, they have to balance out otherwise right. it would just yeah, be yeah, a true. sweet bomb yeah but either way i'm happy with this uh, you want to it's
1: well balanced
0: you want to give it a cheers and sign off for the week
1: cheers and sign off all
0: right thanks for listening guys um yep.
1: if you haven't listened to led zeppelin 4 go listen to them yeah go listen to it you've
0: definitely Super heard creative. plenty of the songs on here oh yeah do yourself a favor listen to the whole album and
1: if you haven't heard stairway to heaven you're crazy shame on you <laughs> actually yeah
0: I know if you're uh, if you have access to a radio, and you're in the modern or... times in America. Shame <laughs> on you! If you're living under a rock, it's okay.
1: Yeah, well, that's slide.
0: Uh, back to the beer. Let's give our cheers. <laughs> cheers!
1: Down the hatch. So tasty. <sighs> Very tasty. Very tasty. Once again, my name is Steven Johnston, and my name is Jesse Titus. And this is
0: American Brews and two
1: I will call an avalanche down onto the hobbits. <laughs> I'm faking <laughs>
0: <laughs> Back to that. Oh, Frodo. <laughs> is that no. your grand voice? Frodo. Oh,
1: Frodo. Don't <laughs> no, let the dwarf sink. <laughs> Frodo, grab him by the beard. Nobody touches my beard. And Legolas is is like this. I
0: won't. I'll let the dwarf sink. I cannot touch a dwarf. I cannot touch a
1: dwarf. (laughs) I cannot touch a dwarf.
0: My pale skin is too fair. He cannot
1: look upon my golden locks. And Boromir's like, where's that ring? I need it. And Aragorn's like, I'm a secret king. (laughs) And And all uh, the hobbits
0: are like, when's breakfast? (laughs) Breakfast already happened. Like, we know first breakfast happened, you (laughs) ding-dong.
1: We're talking about breakfast breakfast. (laughs) You dingleberry. bye-bye, you guys. Anyway.
0: Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song, just as it should song. American
1: Brews and Tunes. shibbity beam day